Welcome to the Divorce Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I am a divorce lawyer and author and have been through divorce myself. I'm here to support you throughout your breakup journey. On this podcast, I will share with you my secrets and legal tips on how you can thrive through your separation in small six-minute increments. Don't do it alone. I have got you. Welcome to the Divorce Collective Podcast. I am your host, Carolee Fontanelli. I'm the Director of Collective Family Law. We are a full-service family law firm based in southeast Queensland. We offer a range of different services within family law and also a range of different payment options, including fixed fees, flexible fees and deferred payments. So if you need help with your family law matter, please come and see us over at collectivefamilylaw.com.au. We offer a free initial appointment to get you started. And guess what? doesn't matter where you're located, we can help you out no matter where that is. So today I want to talk to you about a really interesting topic that comes up all the time in family law when it comes to property settlements, and that is what happens to mum and dad's loan. So when you separate and you have a loan from mum and dad, what are the consequences of that? This can get really tricky for a lot of families because, of course, families get concerned and worried about it, and understandably so, because often parents lend parties or gift parties significant amounts of money. In fact, the Australian Financial Review in an article recently said that mum and dad are the ninth largest lender in terms of the value of loans in Australia. That is actually quite amazing. And I can tell you as a family lawyer, we see loans from parents very, very often. It is most certainly something that we spend a lot of time arguing about when it comes to the property pool, whether whether it is a loan or whether it is a gift from mum and dad. The family court has a wide range of powers when determining financial matters between married parties. The crucial distinction between monies loaned or monies gifted is what is explored. The answer to the question can be far ranging as to the impacts and consequences of these either loans or gifts and how these monies are going to be treated in the property settlement. If parents of adult children do want to gift money, that is totally fine, but they have to understand that by gifting the money, it's the gift to the couple, not to their child. If they want to loan money to the couple, then there are a few things that they can do to protect their loan and to ensure that if there is a relationship breakdown of the couple, that the loan is then going to come back to them. So the first option would be to do a loan agreement. So this is a document that would ideally be drafted by a solicitor that outlines the amount of the money loaned, the purpose and intention of the money loaned, and interest rate, terms of of the loan, 
um, a schedule for repayment and security for the loan. This way, it is obviously very, very clear that it is a loan and that the intention of it was to have the money repaid. So for example, if the parties do end up going through a separation, then the monies for the loan would then be paid back to the parents. The second option would be to draft a binding financial agreement. So for example, if the parents really wanted to give a gift and not a loan, and the gift was substantial, it could be worth doing a binding financial agreement between the parties. And what that will then outline is that if the parties were to separate down the track, how they would divide property. And obviously in that case, in the binding financial agreement, you could outline that the gift would either remain with the child of the parents or the gift would go back to the parents. So that would be dependent on um, what the parents wanted to do with either the loan or the gift that they gave the parties. If you have got a loan from your parents or as a parent you've given your children a significant loan um, and the parties do go through a separation, Without these documents, it can be really tricky, although having a email trail that it was a loan, having repayments made monthly so that it was clear that it was a loan, uh, actions like this can also help if it is a loan. However, you can't have given your children, say, some money 10 years ago and they've never ever repaid anything or there's no evidence of it being a loan and then expect to get it back as a loan or have it put in their property pool as a liability. That's just not going to fly in court. So be sensible if you are receiving a loan or giving a loan, be sensible as to how this is done. Make sure you take all the correct legal steps to protect yourself as this will be the best way forward and the path with the least pain and resistance if anything goes badly in the relationship. So I hope that you have uh, got a lot out of today's podcast. If you would like to contact us, please go to our website, collectivefamilylaw.com.au, and I will be checking in with you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Collective Podcast, brought to you by collectivefamilylaw.com.au. If you got value from this week's episode, I would love it if you would hit subscribe and take a minute to leave a review. You can connect with us on Instagram or Facebook just by searching for Collective Family Law. And remember, until next time, you have got this.